This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon. It is Friday. It is four o'clock. It is back row and chill. I'm joined today by my lovely friend and colleague, I'd say, comedy colleague, Katie Beard. <laughs> Huge welcome. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Is this the first time that you've that you've been on the radio? Is this your Yes, it is. Am I taking yeah. your radio virginity right you now? You are. This is a very oh. special moment. This is a special <laughs> show. Well, today's show, guys, is jam-packed. We've got loads of guests coming on. We are going to be launching a Kickstarter campaign live on the show from 5pm. So stay tuned if you want to hear about what that's about and how you can get involved and what you can win. We've got competitions. We've got so much music from the movies that I've prepared. I saw a movie this week called Baby Driver, which I'm going to be raving about for the next two hours and there is the music on it it's just phenomenal so I've got some pretty cool pretty cool tunes if you want to get involved in the show just email in chill at foobarradio.com ask us anything or let us know what you're up to this weekend what films you're watching what theatre you're seeing we will shout you out or just tweet us tweet at foobarradio.com and we'll also shout you out there as well so get involved Mm -hmm. Um, well I think we're going to go straight into our first song because we've got so many tunes that I want to get out today Um, I'm a, this is the this has been on my iPod. This has been on replay all week. It's 18 with a bullet by Pete Wingfield, which appeared in the movie. Do you have any idea of this? Oh, I don't know. Tell me. I'm, I'm actually. I'll, I'm going to oh. see if you guys at home can guess. I'll play it and then I'll see whether or not you can guess okay. what movie this is from. It is back row and chill. We're starting the weekend, guys. loving that song that's been my replay Mm. all week Uh, if you've just joined us it is back row and chill I'm Johanna James I'm joined this week by Katie Beard hello otherwise known sometimes as Katie Beardo what's what's your either one Uh, get called a lot of things around the name Beard Beardo Beardy Beardy man yeah beardy woman beardy woman yeah just to clarify she does not have an actual beard no just a lady beard just just a lady (laughs) garden beard oh I've never heard of it being called a lady beard before quite like that well a lady well mine's more of a lady tash I would say oh yeah But um, you are filling in for Noel Clark today because he's off doing uh, famo things Um, what do you do on the day to day? Well, so I make um, silly videos and put them online, you know. Uh, a content creator. Yeah, the content creator. Um, so, yeah, doing all the silly faces and all of that on my Facebook page. Um, you're, you're a comedian. Yeah. yeah I would say. Yeah. Own it, girl. Yeah. You're a comedian. Own it. <laughs> and actually, that's how me and you met, like, yeah. uh, over a year ago. We met on, online. I know. The true oh. romance of <laughs> story. We met online. <laughs> I chatted you up. You did actually. You jumped. You yeah. slid into my DMs, <laughs> and we're like, "Look, let's make a comedy baby." And yeah. I was like, "I'm down." It was just that chemistry when we first met it was undeniable. It was very intense. Yeah. Um, you know, I. Consult- I've never had that kind of emotional relationship with a girl before, until I met you. It was no. just. Oh. <laughs> it was something special. I mean, it's been pretty hot this week, but I'm feeling very flustered right now. Katie, <laughs> I must tell you. Uh, right, so I'm going to run you through the show because this is your first time on the radio yeah. and your first time on background chill. So normally we like to kick it off with a bit of entertainment news, which is where we tell the lovely audience out there what's been going on in the world of sort of cinema, Netflix, 
Did uh, anything along those lines. So now we're going to jump right in it. It is time for the entertainment news on background show. I feel Exciting. ever so special when I get yeah. to do that. <laughs> so right, what has been going on in the world of the world? Yeah, um, so much. Daniel Day Lewis calls it a day. Uh, wow. He's retired at the age of sixty, uh, which is weird because I, I mean, I haven't heard of literally in years. I've never heard of an actor retiring. Like everyone, yeah. all the old, all the oldies, they're still going. Michael Caine to their dying day. Yeah, do you know what I mean you hear of, of actors? passing but you never hear of them retiring so this is this is interesting you know maybe it's just got a little bit too much and just want to you know take a do some gardening yeah do some gardening do you know what i mean (laughs) trim that lady bush (laughs) take up some new hobbies (laughs) but apparently hollywood is in shock they're in shock apparently um i mean i'm not that shocked i mean i'd like daniel day lewis but i'm not a mega fan Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean what was the last thing that he did that you can think of that he did uh, he played Lincoln, didn't he? Ah, okay. He played Lincoln. Is that the last thing? That's the last thing I can think of Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, when I think of Daniel Day-Lewis, I'm thinking uh, he was in he was in the Gangs of New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there will be blood as well. He, he does a lot of like gangy, mm. American-y, fighty stuff, doesn't yeah. he? Uh, so that's that's weird. I wonder why he why he has a. Well, he has decided to call it quits, but um, mm, but he has. And, but then maybe, maybe he's just trying to like spark up a little bit of a buzz. Yeah, true. So that and he then, can then retire and then return. Yeah. Guess who's back? Yeah, back again. <laughs> Daniel's back. So you don't really know. I don't know. Are we? Are we that shocked? Do we care? Let us know. Tweet us at Fubar Radio if you want to get in touch with us at the show. We will shout you out. Everyone loves a little bit of a social media shout out nowadays, don't they? Definitely. Although they do. You know what I am like super excited about? What? Is Wonder Woman 2 is on the cards. Wonder I know oh, have you seen Wonder Woman 1? Yeah. Oh I haven't seen it yet! Oh my god! I've heard Johanna. it. I know. I've I was like so inspired after I was just like, ah, get me a sword! <laughs> Fetch me my sword! <laughs> I know. I mean, even just the trailer, I wanted to get up and like smash something and just like be kick ass. Yeah. Um, you know, it is on my to do list for sure this weekend to, to go and, and see that. Uh, Lucy's going to kill me that I haven't seen it already. Um, but so, number two, Defo on the card. I mean, it's smashed all the box offices and uh, yeah. there's been so much praise for that movie. Definitely. And it's, it's really like sparked a bit of a conversation because it was one of the main Hollywood movies of blockbusters of the year to be directed by a woman. Absolutely. So everyone's like, which really, that shouldn't really be news and it shouldn't really be of interest. I know. It's the crazy. genitalia of the d- director. Yeah. But, you know, we're we're still a little bit behind, aren't we, yeah, Hollywood? Definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited Hopefully to see. this is kind of going to be the start of more... You know, more big movies with female directors. And yeah, and I heard as well um, that the, the the main lady who, who got cast as Wonder Woman, she got cast and then they had a change of director halfway through. Mm. And so the new director came on board and she was quoted as saying that she wouldn't have cast, she wanted to cast an American woman. Right. Okay. Um, rather than someone of foreign or... Middle Eastern descent, um, which I was like, "Where is this going?" Interview. Whoa, what is going on? And then, yeah. but then she went on to say that when she then got to work with the actress, she went, "Nobody else could play Wonder Woman better." So oh, I was like, awesome. oh, "Okay, that's nice. okay, fair enough." <laughs> it shocked me for a moment, um, but it's good. I mean, it's good. Warner, Warner Brothers have, have come back with well the DC film because Marvel has just been like wiping the floor yeah. for months with all their Deadpool and all their 
all of their movies and and so it's quite nice that DC came back with a bit of a fighting punch yeah so, definitely well done well done yeah I'm looking forward to that but I just need to get myself along to the bloody first one yeah late to, to the party to do it as usual <laughs> Johanna great um yeah so Mariah Carey 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 how you <laughs> Her cameo has got cut from a movie because of her unprofessional, quote, behaviour. Um, and there are divas, and then there's Mariah Carey. I can imagine that she'd be a massive diva. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can definitely imagine She's that. notoriously known for her bizarre and, like, OTT diva demands. Um, so apparently yeah, well, she was... Um, oh, sp- <laughs> I read here that she was spilling tea. I was like, no, that's... <laughs> no, she didn't do that. That's so odd. Um... But yeah, she had a lot of antics behind the scenes. Mm. So apparently, everyone's claiming that they had to to wait three to four hours before she made an appearance on set. And then when she got to set, she refused to do the stunt that was arranged. So that is pretty doovery. Definitely. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, I think a lot of these famous people, famo people and stuff like that, you need to kind of take a bit of a rain check sometimes and just realise how many girls or and guys or anyone, they are literally at the floodgates ready to come in and yeah. do that job ten times over. Yeah. So never- And also just like the time and effort that goes into like making a film is crazy. So like you know, yeah. to go and like waste people's time and stuff. I dunno. I just yeah, I don't think it's cool. I remember when I first ever ever started out in acting, and I years ago, and I I met Noel, and um, I remember me and Noel had a conversation, and he kind of like made me sort of shake hands with him, and he was like, "Will you promise to never diva on me?" He's like, "I'll I'll help you, and I'll always support you, and 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 sort of like." give you a leg up but you can never diva on me yeah um i think he'd had he'd had a sort of scenario where one of his actresses uh. had divaed on him and so he was a bit like if you're gonna do this you gotta keep ahead keep humble and whatever and i have i promise it and I've, to this day i'm like <laughs> if i'm on set i will do the job yeah i'll do the job <laughs> um i just i haven't got time for divas to no. be fair and i think it was who was it i think it was meryl streep um, I think was quoted this year saying uh, pretty much exactly the same thing like mm. even when it's like you're on set and it, you're tired and it's 12 hours and you haven't eaten and whatever so like, just keep reflecting on how bloody lucky are we to be doing this job so yeah. oh, so exciting yeah definitely um, I don't know Mariah Carey um, if you guys are interested in seeing Wonder Woman 2 or I mean there's a lot of like praise for Wonder Woman but if you didn't like it let us know. You can email in chill at foobarradio.com or tweet us at foobarradio. And let us know your film reviews as well. We're going to be doing film reviews later on in the show. So tweet them in, email them in, and we will shout you out and read them out as well. Get, guys, get involved because it's not just us telling, telling you what we like. We want to hear what you're liking hear it as from well. You. Exactly. Um, I think that we should pop back into a little bit more music. Cool. Because good. I went to the premiere of a new film called Baby Driver. Oh, this week which awesome. I didn't really know anything about I just sort of got an invite and thought why not I'm, I'm free yeah. um, <laughs> so I popped down and I realised that there was some amazing cast it was um, uh, John Hamm who's the main guy in Mad Men um, oh, very tall cool. yes. dapper looking guy yes. uh, Kevin Spacey plays like the main kind of gangster bad guy Lily James who plays Cinderella um, and also was in one of Noel's films Fast Girls and Downton Abbey of course uh, who else is in the cast? Just so many amazing, yeah. amazing things. And it's basically as a synopsis of a movie. It's about a young guy who's called Baby. 
kind of cool. And he's a, he is a getaway driver for, for bank robberies. And it's a kind of like a heist film, but with a massive difference. The, he's got um, tinnitus or tinnitus. Oh, yeah. In his ears from, a, from an accident when he was a kid. So he constantly has to wear earphones and he constantly has to play. So he's got all these iPods on him at all times so that he's constantly got music. And the entire movie is shot and edited and stylized to the songs that he's listening to. Oh, so wow. it's, it's, it's just a whole... They've kind of like taken the concept of movie and they've kind of made a baby with a music video and... It's just a really oh, refreshing. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what they were sort of talking about, like at the premiere. They were saying that it was an original script, an original story. Yeah. Uh, in the whole world of like sequels and prequels and you know, yeah. this number seven, um, they thought let's go back to the the, the the basics and do an original idea, and Wicked. it really worked. And so I've been obsessed with the soundtrack all week. So I picked a couple of my favourite songs. Uh, oh yeah, Jamie Foxx, that's who it was Jamie Foxx this, plays this awesome character in it um, and CJ Jones, Sky Ferreira who are in the flesh is the most gorgeous piece of woman flesh that you've ever <laughs> ever seen um, she was like metres from me at the premiere and I, 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 was it a girl crush moment? You know, I probably would have proposed it was that kind of, <laughs> if I was allowed any more near her by her bodyguards um, it was yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. So I'm going to go for a bit of Harlem Shuffle uh, by Bob and Earl. I think that's going to be the next one. This is Back Row and Chill. Come back. We've got way more entertainment news and our first guest coming up uh, just after half past four. Enjoy. <laughs> sound whoever pre-recorded oh, that it blesses me every week um right we're going to get back into our entertainment news because there's still so much going on yes a uh, bit of a drama has gone down on the new well not it's not new star wars it's the spin a star wars spin-off the han solo movie okay which is the prequel to obviously han solo's character in yeah, star yeah. wars and so ron howard has been brought in to save the day uh, because the previous directors have been fired oh which is very late in the day to fire directors it's a bit dramatic isn't it it's very bit dramatic there's three thirds of the three thirds of the film that's the whole film uh, three quarters of the film have already been shot with the previous directors oh whoa and so Ron Howard's kind of come in and do the last bit but <clears throat> hmm. Um, I don't know how does that work then do they have to last it well, must be really hard for him to just come in on like someone else's like creation so and late in the and, day yeah that's and, uh, like kind of Save it. Sew it back together again. Yeah. Might be, I hope it's not a bit of a patchwork film. I hate mm. that when that happens. But the previous directors called Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who are best known for Lego Movie, Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh wow! Yeah, all of those like kind of comedy classics. So apparently, uh, creative differences was what uh, uh, the uh, what they're saying is why that they got they got the boot. Right. But it just seemed a bit weird. Apparently, people are saying that um, they injected too much comedy and the there was too much improvisation okay. going down. So they they want to go back to more sort of classic Hollywood. But I mean, why hire like two of the best comedy directors in the business right now and then tell True. them to like tone down the comedy? It's a bit like mm, yeah. Okay. Should have seen that one coming. It's like well, okay, just completely changed that. Though I'm wondering if the film's going to be like it's going to be really weirdly. Yeah. in some scenes and then like and then towards super, the end or whatever super Hollywood yeah <laughs> uh, it's going to be a bit mishmash it's a bit of a mashed potato movie maybe yeah mm. don't know about that we'll see what's uh, 
see what's going on, really. Yeah. Um, hmm. Downton Abbey, are you a fan? Um, I've like tuned in and out of it. You've slipped you know, in and out. Yeah, slipped in and out. Like an uncaring uh, boyfriend. Are you, <laughs> are you hooked? Are you, are um, you invested? I, I was, at the beginning of it, when it all kicked off, I was definitely a Downton fan. I love a bit of a period drama. Yeah. I would be so happy running around in a corset and that would be one of my ideal roles. Yeah. Um, towards the end though, I think I did have a bit of enough of, there's only so many times you can run up and downstairs and talk to servants. But uh, <laughs> apparently not because they are definitely starting to shoot the Downton Abbey movie. I think they're going to one more time to try and get money out of that series. Yeah. Uh, Because it did blow up in America as well. So they're going to produce, well, set to begin in 2018. That's a long way away, actually. No, wait, we're only halfway through the year. Six months away. (laughs) By the time it comes out. Yeah, it will be a little way away. don't know. I wonder how many of the cast are in. It's it's all a bit, um, it's all a bit of hearsay at the moment mm, we don't yes. know we cannot confirm nor deny um, <laughs> what's going on apparently Lady Edith Crawley is still waiting to hear from producers so I think don't even oh, the, the, okay. the crew don't, the cast don't even know what's going on uh, okay. uh, but we'll keep you posted I'll keep an eye out for the Downton Abbey if you've got any Downton Abbey enthusiasts out there yes. I don't know guys if you're listening what, which way do you sway are you, are you sort of period drama are you modern day drama what's the which way do you like to go which way do you go mm. Uh, well, in terms of like, kind of like you were saying, you know, how you feel like comfortable in a corset running around. It's funny because day to day I'm like in my dungarees and okay. whatever. But then when, I, when I'm like acting, I'm like, get me a corset, anything. Like I love doing like period drama roles. So in that way, I like, I do like tuning into things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're interesting to watch, definitely. For and sh- it's this whole other kind of world, isn't it? Because it's so different yeah. from it's what like we watching have history. Us. History. But then that, that what happens is I actually think that that's what happened in history. So I like watch <laughs> yeah. Downton Abbey and I'm like. That actually, what? that's not factual. There wasn't a fire at the <laughs> mill. No. Um, so, so yeah. Let us know. Tweet us in at Fubar Radio. Do you do you go for the period drama or do you go for the modern day drama? Where would you put your put your penny? Uh, oh, we've had a tweet in um, saying, "I like your voice, Johanna." That, okay. Oh, thank you. It is a lovely voice. Well, thank you. you have a lovely voice as well. Oh, thank you. Got your radio. Do you have a telephone voice? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> my dad has like the biggest telephone voice ever he um he just has a sort of normal london accent but whenever anyone calls him on the phone it's like hello and suddenly <laughs> turns into like i'm like are you like owning a bank like yeah. what's g- it's really weird. <laughs> amazing and he does this weird thing where he uh he also like ca- he can't uh multitask so he can't be on the phone and sit still at the same time so yeah. he'll wonder so whenever he was on the phone back in the day when i lived at home he would just like wander into my room and out again while he was on the phone and like, dad 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 and like my just, dad does that as well like as soon as he's on the phone he just like goes for a walk around the house yeah like, just he off you go like, off you go it's like he's pacing around it's bizarre I mean, they do say that uh, in in like a court of 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 law, if you sleepwalk and do commit a crime, like you're not guilty because you weren't quite aware. But maybe there might be a clause about phone walking as well. Yeah, and you could possibly commit a crime. That's why I was on the phone. I wasn't aware of what I was doing. <laughs> and like legit, dad wouldn't yeah. know. And like he'll be there and he'll be like putting the kettle in the fridge and like a book and like, in that cupboard and stuff. And he's like, "What are you doing, dad? Just not even." <laughs> Gosh, well, thank you very much for first tweet of the day. Yeah. Um, 
That was at Don Ujit. So thanks very much for tweeting in. Um, Tweet at Foobar Radio or email in. I like getting an email because it pops straight up to my screen. So I get to see it first. So chill at foobarradio.com. Let us know what you're liking to watch. Uh, Are you watching anything at the moment that you're particularly jazzed about well uh you got me into the handmaid's tale oh are you into that yeah yeah i'm like how can you not so be so into it like oh. what episode are you on um i've like watched as many as have come out on 4d so far okay so i'm like episode four i think it is oh my god yeah you've got good things to okay come. yeah so. yeah that i think has got to be my favorite uh series of the whole the whole year, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. The whole year, um, yeah. The Handmaid's Tale, and uh, again, people misjudge what it was. I had a friend who I, I recommended it to, and she went, "Oh no, I don't like period dramas." I went, "It's it's not a period drama. Yeah, it's it's set in the future. It's like a post. It's a post-apocalyptic kind of future thing. They just happen to dress like the olden days, but trust me, they've got like cars and guns and yeah." And yeah. she was like, "Oh, I completely- I love that fusion. I think it's so yeah. cool and unique, old and new, old and new. Yeah. A little bit like the way, slightly like the way that." Star Wars, um, they they do. It's set in the future, but all the costumes and everything are like really historical. Yeah. So that kind of fusion. So if you haven't, check it out. You can. It's on uh, Hulu if you're like that side of the world that can get Hulu, or it's on Channel Four Four OD if you yeah. are UK based. The Handmaid's Tale. It's based on a book from the eighties, but it's been modernised to the present yeah. day for the series, so that you can have like cell phones and stuff in there. But I remember reading the book in school um, and it's a bit of a graphic novel because yes. the theme is about a, in a society where their infertility is so low that not many people are fertile. So if you are, they round you up and they force you to be a sex slave to the richer members of society and you got to pop out the babies to sort of get your freedom. Um, but it's interesting kind of how, you know, how relevant a lot of the issues occurring in it oh yeah it's freakily Um, close isn't it to the yeah (laughs) freakily close to the modern day which i think is that's the perfect balance of like spine tingly when something's a little bit too close it makes you a little bit too uncomfortable um but yeah i remember the reading the novel in in school and we had to read it out loud in the classroom and i remember i had the page i had to stand up and read the page where they were doing one of the sex ceremonies and there was one of the lines and i had to say the c word and i was like mortified at like 13 to read this aloud in front of like the teacher um but i guess you know quite liberating now yeah um yeah so super super good right um okie dokie i think that's enough entertainment news for today we'll be back next week with loads more stuff or maybe later in the show because news comes out all the time i'll have a little quick refresh over so back to baby driver and a couple of these songs because i'm just loving that movie um the main guy in it is gorgeous um i'm forgetting his name at the moment ansel Hotface. i'm gonna call him because (laughs) he's gorgeous and he was the guy in fault the fault in our stars oh yeah yeah. he's also in um the insurgent divergent detergent movies um and and he played the lead got the lead role and like this i think is his like i mean he did an amazing job in fault in our stars yeah but this is like another level lead lead role for him. So I think I've got a bit of a crush. I think, it's, I think it's happened. Ansel Elgort. Gosh. It's like, yeah. What a name. What an, a name. Say that when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, okay, so what's my next song going to be? Ooh, okay. This is called Hocus Pocus by a band called Focus. Uh, Whoa. I know, could you get any more rhymey? <gasps> Probably not. Uh, right, we're coming up to half past four, which means it's nearly time for our first guest, so we're going to introduce <sighs> her straight after. Hocus Pocus by Focus on Back Row and Jill. So that was Hocus Pocus by the band Focus. Well, say that three times, it's amazing. Right, we've got our first guest on the show, so Woo. a huge welcome to Ursula Martinez. Woo. Welcome. Thank you. Is that your is that your real name or is that uh, a stage? Uh, it's, it's nearly my real name. Um, my mother's maiden Ursula is my real oh, name. Oh okay. Well, and it. Martinez is my mother's maiden name. Oh, oh yeah, I went for my father's middle name. Oh okay. James. Uh. But so my mother's Spanish but everyone in Spain has two surnames so if I'd grown up in Spain my name would have been Ursula Lee Martinez so it's 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 nearly my name I love the name Ursula as well yeah that's cool I've never met an Ursula it means no me neither means little female bear really yeah because the um, star constellation Ursa Major and Ursa Minor that's the bear Ursula is a little female little female bear, bear. so, so we can just cool. call you that for short sure. <laughs> little female bear um, right well we are really eager to talk to you about your show because you are on at the Soho Theatre yeah which is kind of the centre of all things cool it is isn't it it's got such a vibe down there really, really yeah loads there. of people go just to hang out they don't even see the shows they just go down to the venue <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I'm just going to hang out around the theatre and like kind of ooze a bit of the cool off and yeah. apply it to yourself uh, but you have a show called Free Admission yeah um, it's not free to get in yeah I was going to ask is it, is it free admission for free admission no, so uh, the reason the reason why it's called free admission is because during the show I freely admit stuff. Oh. Oh. It's like an open mic, it's literal c- c- oh, <laughs> night. So yeah, the show's a lot of my work kind of draws on personal experiences and autobiography, um, and this one is no exception. And that's why it's called free admission. Nice. Awesome. And is it one one woman show? It's a one woman show. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I freely admit stuff whilst building a brick wall between me and the audience and this is it's a real brick wall with real bricks and real mortar every night you've got to make a real wall yeah every night I've got to yeah and then you bash it down again yeah (laughs) bash it down it doesn't have uh, the the secret is in the mortar it doesn't have any cement in it it's Uh. just Sand, water, and lime. Oh. So it doesn't set. You can okay. scrape it off. Okay, good. And then you just add water the next day, and it's good to go again. I was just oh, imagine cool. you with a sledgehammer, just yeah. like every night. Like, <laughs> Come on, guys, gotta get home. <laughs> Take the wall down. So no cement. It's how they used to build all the cathedrals in days of old. Were built with uh, sand, lime, and water because they didn't have any cement oh, in those days. Because it does eventually set. Okay, but just after uh, just, a millennium. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sit after uh, after an hour's show so how did it uh, how did you you get from where you are to where you were <laughs> to, hang on, to where, I, uh, where I am to where I was or where I was to where I am that's the way around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually I'd like you to tell the story backwards please <laughs> so can just be extra so yeah well I I, I had written the text and um, and I wanted to I didn't want to be speaking into a microphone and be too much like a stand-up comedian. Okay. 
and I didn't want to not have a microphone because then I'd be standing there like an actor, sort of like flailing with my arms and not knowing what to do. Mm. So I thought, I need to have something to, to busy myself, an, an activity while I'm delivering the text in order to kind of make it feel a bit more organic mm -hmm. and then we had the idea but whatever I do with my hands it would be nice that that also creates something mm -hmm. and then we went through loads of things like you could be doing card tricks you could bake in a cake you could be whatever and then um, and then I just had the idea I suppose I could build a brick wall <laughs> <laughs> and then the idea came and then it was just yeah we just went with it and it it ended up kind of like the layers of metaphor revealed themselves after we'd had the idea and after we were doing it um, the idea that whilst I'm kind of revealing stuff about myself I'm also creating a, a barrier and a protection between me and the audience as I make myself more vulnerable I need to protect myself it's also about um, how we all communicate from inside behind closed walls and we're all kind of trying to communicate with the outside world via social media but behind walls mm. yeah, that we're all quite way. isolated Then and, and then I made the show then after I made the show Donald Trump got in and was talking about building a wall between the states and Mexico uh, and then I yeah. took on a whole new meaning and then also wow. in the show I do talk about the sort of this side and that side the divide between them and us and there's a lot of them and us going on at the moment as well so yeah there's lots of yeah. metaphors and obviously it's a theatrical fourth wall that as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean the concept okay. of a wall I guess is that it's like somebody back in the day the ye old days went right there's a wall we're going to build something to stop you and me and yeah, 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 it was you know, quite literally, uh, uh, quite literally a barrier. I do always wonder who were like the first people to invent stuff that we just like have now. Like, who was the first person to invent a cake? Well, who was the first person to mix sand and water and lime and make something that you yeah, could stick yeah. rocks together? With? Uh, yeah, and I, I wonder know. what like things they tried before they realized. <laughs> yeah, before they found something that worked. What like, was what the bloopers? Weird things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> try and like it. Beetle maybe dung. This, yeah, maybe this a bit of beetle dung and a, yeah. a yeah, wattle, and wattle and daub. That was it before before mortar, wasn't it? Wattle and daub. Anyway, mm. yeah, that blast from the past from my school <laughs> history lesson. And so, how long is the show? How long is the runtime? Um, uh, so I'm on uh, all of next week, Monday to Saturday. The show's an hour long. I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer of a 56 minute long show. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think our attention spans and, you know, seat comfortability, you know, an hour, just shy of an it's hour. It's so true. Your brain really just switches, starts to just yeah. switch up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, short and sweet. Keep them wanting more. Keep them nice. wanting mm. more. And do you incorporate any, any music in it or is it? There's a bit of, uh, there's a little bit of music. There's a sort of triumphant, it's got a very triumphant and uh, some might say uh, slightly provocative ending um, but yeah to triumphant music I'm all quite well known for 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 getting naked on stage mm. and I may or may not get, get naked in this show you'll have no. to come and see it guys you'll have to go and check it out yourself well I can see on the press release there is, there is a bit of nudity um, which is I mean that's an, a hard one as well as like me and Katie female performers and it's the, the whole concept of nudity it's a, it, it causes a bit of a, a divide um, with how you do it 
Yeah, well, intention uh, changes uh, how it's perceived or, or can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, context. Because um, that, that's always, I remember years ago I was offered a film role which was like fully nude and I was like having to weigh up because I hadn't really done anything major acting wise before and I was like weighing up people saying, oh, well, you know, you hold that, hold the nude card or like be really picky about where you do it and why and and I ended up turning not not going for it and turning mm-hmm. down and going mm-hmm. because of the nudity or yeah because, of because initially reasons. when I got involved in the project um, they said it was gonna be fully nude but it was fully nude um, for comedy effect mm-hmm. um, so I got involved and I was like okay that's fine if, if, if it's the butt of the joke and I can I can I can play with that and then the, the, the concept changed and it was it was fully nude for the shock effect mm. um, and they they universal they just wanted a vagina shot for the mm. for the shake of it and um, so I ended up going like mm, I don't know I don't know no, no. yeah um, so I ended up not and then now I'm like really glad that I made that decision um, but then on the other hand I know many actresses who started off going fully nude in Game of Thrones and it has like catapulted them to the next level and like so many doors have opened because of the the nude scenes that they did yeah. um, which is kind of like well, a well that's weird as well isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay but yeah um, I mean I suppose in a way you know the nudity that I do in my shows is very different it's you know I have full agency it's like my own work it's my decisions um, I, I have total control of, of how of, of the context and the it, and it and empowers it, you to be on stage in the uh, nude or is it terrifying <laughs> neither it's just it's one of the things I do like comedy is it runs through my work as well that's another thing that I do autobiography is another thing that I do so I suppose nudity is just one of the one of the many things sort of in my repertoire that I that I often draw on mm, yeah. um yeah I found when I did the audition process for that very movie, I did find it. I was terrified. I'm so glad that I did the the audition process though, even though I didn't do the film. I'm glad that I did that experience because I auditioned in front of a full panel and a, a room of people, and I did I did the scene like, a couple times and stuff. And I found it. They were more sort of awkward, and embarrassed than I was because I was the one that had the power card because yeah. they were the ones not wanting to look me in the eye. I'm like, sorry, could you just do that again? <laughs> that again? And, uh, and there was me just there, like you know, everything mm-hmm. out, and I was like. I got adrenaline and I found that my fear like I faced the fear of it anyway yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. being naked is one of the most terrifying things that you can do with anything in the world or they even say to calm your nerves imagine everyone naked and things like that to reverse but, I mean I grew, I grew up a, I grew up a, well my, my parents were both nudists so I grew up within a kind of like nudist sort of context so yeah. being naked is not shocking for me and I, I don't do it for shock value um, you know, and as a performer, it's quite a sort of show off the exhibitionist sort of profession. So I suppose as a nudist and a performer, um, it was only a matter of time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't really do it for shock value. Yeah. But you know, I think the I think the human body is 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 fascinating, and clearly it has fascinated fellow humans since time began. For you know, yeah. the, all the sculptures and paintings since, since yeah. time began have been mm. exploring the naked body, and you know, I'm just doing the same. So mm-hmm. we are talking about uh, Ursula Martinez's new show, Free Admission. It's on at Soho Theatre. When is it on until? When can they? Uh, it's Monday to Saturday uh at seven o'clock in the main house at the uh cool. at so you can go go to sohotheatre.com if you want to grab some tickets for that yeah um and you can see her in the flesh literally a lot of flesh <laughs> <laughs> that's great um thank you so much for coming in thanks and for being having our guest. me um we're going to pop to another song 
now. What am I going to do? Ooh, Chase Me by Danger Mouse. Another song from the Baby Driver soundtrack. Oh, and then wicked. I promise I am going to move on from that <laughs> film. But You're I'm addicted. Just, I'm loving these songs at the moment. Here's what we know. Two men and a woman came into the bank branch clad in black business clothing. Grow and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on FUBAR Radio. Right, we're coming up nearly to the halfway point of the show. Yeah. Wizards by, doesn't it? Wow, you're really? chatting to yourself. <laughs> We've got our second guest uh, in the studio, so a uh, huge welcome to Bryn Higgins. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Um, I, oh, we've had some fantastic names, Ursula and then Bryn. I love the name Bryn yeah. as well. That's Ooh. cool. Where'd that come from? Comes from Wales. From Wales. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, if you're in Wales, you'll hear it quite a lot. It oh, means, really? Unfortunately, it means a hill. Hill. Oh. So we've had little female bear and hill. Yeah, I was always hoping it would mean something bigger than a hill, but Brin. a hill. There's a lot of hills. So well, a hill is is the beginning of a mountain, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? I wish I'd thought of that before. And uh, you are a director. Yeah. Um, and we're here to chat about your new film called Access All Areas, which is an awesome name. Do you want to sort of like give a little synopsis about what it's about? Yeah, it's a feel-good road movie, uh, very music-led because it's about four teenagers, kind of unruly kids, um, running away from home against the wishes of their parents, going to a big music festival. As we all do. Mm -hmm. And losing themselves at the festival <laughs> and finding themselves at the festival. Um, yeah, brilliant. And it's got the second generation in a sense because their parents, two parents come after them who are very, very well, one's a bit odd and the other's mad <laughs> and angry. And so they also rediscover their you know, zest for life, I suppose, yeah. through being at the festival. Have either of you ever run away as a kid? Did you ever actually? Uh, <laughs> I definitely had, like, a couple of moments where I, like, packed my little backpack and was like, I'm leaving! Uh, walked down the road and then turned around like, hmm, uh, this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, much the same, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think I did. I packed a bag. I think I took a whole loaf of bread and I genuinely thought that was going to, like, last <laughs> me. I was like, that's about a month worth of food! Yeah. And then um, I got to the corner of the park and then I was a bit miffed that no one had noticed I was gone. Uh, and then it started to rain, so I thought, stuff this, I'm going to go Again. Well, it's much the same in this, in the sense that there's no plan in leaving home except um, to get to the festival. They've got a reason to go there. There's a sort of long lost legendary musician who, in theory, is meant to be playing. So for some of them, it's about going to see that, which is a reason a lot of people, I suppose, go to festivals. Yeah, yeah. to see that. But mostly it's about getting away from home. I am so mm. excited that there is a movie made. And did you shoot it actually within at the festivals? We or? shot it at Bestival. <gasps> Yeah. Oh my god, logistical nightmare though, right? Not recommend. It's not top of the book of don't do this with a film crew, but it's quite high up the list. Yeah. <gasps> um, were you camping as well as filming? Some did. No, um, we kind of. Well, I wish I had now, but we we ended up wanting to get off. Yeah. You know, base for at least a bit of time, so we were in a caravan park about ten miles away. <laughs> Which was a useless waste of time anyway, because, you know, it's just as noisy there kind yeah. of thing and a, and a sort of bit grim, really. So, yeah. no, I actually thought it w we had a great time in some ways because you have to completely embrace the chaos and that this is not a film set. This is a big music festival. Yeah, you can't really be like, could you quiet down, drunk people? <laughs> no, We're exactly. trying to film. Could you stop jumping in front of the camera and making Because Oh, God, we, they you know, wouldn't yeah. they? Oh, God. There was a lot. But then after dark, nobody notices anything anymore. So oh, you yeah. can get away with it all, you know? Okay. Do you know what? I'm so excited. Weirdly, you know how I, I have this theory. Well, it's not my theory. I heard it. But about how um, ideas kind of just like float around. And it's whether it's not your idea. It's whether you're susceptible to the idea. So this yeah. is why the same idea can land on so many different people. And it's kind of whoever 
completes it first um, because I went to my first ever I did I worked a lot of festivals last year presenting so I, I'd never actually gone to a music festival and I did like three or four in a row and when I was there I was just inspired and I was like oh my goodness this what an amazing story ground for uh, a film I we should make a film and like I was sort of like <laughs> jotting down ideas and speaking to people and saying wouldn't it be great to sort of combine a sort of well, I was going to go from the sort of vlogging aspect and turn that into people who arrive and then it all, it all turns into one story. Um, so when I was reading up all about this, I was like, somebody made the idea! Because <laughs> I dropped that ages ago. Great! Um, so I was so excited. And the cast as well. You've got some amazing ladies um, mm. uh, lined up there. And um, so Ella Purnell, she was in uh, the Tim Burton movie. Yeah, Miss Peregrine's yes, Home, home for, for Peculiar Children. She was, yes. I saw that twice. She was brilliant in that. Yeah. Um, did you... See, how did you get her involved? Did she just come audition through and you go? Well, uh, it's a script-based thing, I think. Also, she actually, as you discovered in the film, is a very, very good singer. Ah. So she has a lot of music in her. Um, so I think it was that that attracted her. But again, as you say, this, this sort of story, because it's a two-generational story, which mm. festivals are as well, that you have a lot of young people there. But you nowadays have a lot of like, people who have been going to festivals maybe for a long time. So, you know, the parent-children thing is yeah. a big part of it because you need a good story at a festival because it's chaos otherwise that yeah. is what uh, i found although well, i just went to isla white festival and i found that there were literally was it was 13 to 17 year olds running around in their little gangs covering glitter uh, and <laughs> then there was sort of 40 up and um i sort of we went and was like where are all the like middle people but it was it was literally just two kind of two generations yeah. Uh, yeah. rolling around the same festival each doing their own thing and having a great time and stuff um, and all the other lady, uh, lady lady girl lady girl I don't know how old she actually is in real life they're all playing they're, they're all playing they're pretty young actually oh okay <laughs> yeah, they're all playing yeah. Um, yeah. she was the, the amazing girl in the Narnia movie so I'm so excited to see her back in the game and um, yeah no Georgie again just they're all very good natural actors which you kind of mm. need if you're going into this environment where you're not very mm. controlled uh, they're all pretty well prepared. Uh, Jordan Stevens tends to work on the fly a little. I don't think he'd mind me saying that. But that's great because what he does is wonderful sort of energy to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, they were able to sort of stick to the uh, storyline, even though we were kind of battling our way through. Um, you should have made a movie about making the movie at the movie <laughs> set. Well, and then, the, yeah, the last one who's kind of the main character, along with um, Ella, is, is um, Edward Blumel, who's very up and coming, wonderful, very natural actor. I don't think Edward had done anything on camera and didn't... I don't think he even knew this isn't really what you normally do. Oh, OK. <laughs> just threw him in at a yeah, festival. Yeah, it was just like... Well, it was literally... What, there's a scene where he has to run through the crowd to the front of the stage and, you know, Future Islands were on or some big band. Yeah. I mean, and this was... You can't rehearse this. It's just camera was following him. Just got to do security it. Security guy's going. And he just did it twice, yeah. Did, yeah. did you have to pre-give sort of give a heads up to Best of All you were going to be doing this? And yeah, no, it's made in conjunction with them and with oh, Rob, Rob DeBank okay. and stuff. Okay. That's arranged okay, otherwise I thought you guys would be running around gorilla style, like, yeah. duck, and, duck into that tent! And yeah, <laughs> but I realised, I didn't realise, I've not really yet shot at a festival before. I, it's a little more ad hoc in a sense than you mean. You know, like with films, you tend to plan it very carefully and then yeah. you do what you've planned or so on. Festivals, it's a lot more fluid. It's like sort of like a band get in a huff so they don't turn up, so yeah. there's nothing there to film or whatever it might be, and you yeah. just kind of roll with it. It's got to roll. That's a good. That's something that's a good thing in life actually, because I get a little bit stuck in sort of. Uh, kind of maybe a little bit of order and liking to know what's going to happen and when yeah, and I think it's planning actually, yeah pre-planning everything yeah. Uh, that's just me trying to control everything so I think it's a good idea to sort of actually be in those situations where you got to just like roll with it go well, with the flow you know yeah. I have a background in documentaries which kind of helps uh, so I knew 
Okay. There's no point yeah. getting angry and all this, but we had a. There's a scene um, that has to be seen in a toilet, right? It's a festival. Oh. Has to be a scene in a toilet. And while we were shooting this scene, um, well, we were we were waiting on. We had a big row of them, you know, those sort of organic ones, and we were we'd selected the one we wanted, waiting for the people to get out so we could get in. And they weren't coming out. And then someone looked underneath, and there were two pairs of feet in the toilet. Oh. And then oh, wow. a pair of hands sort of comes over the toilet door. I was like, oh god! And we've got the camera set up and everything. You know, <laughs> you caught on camera, love. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like that. But, but they'll be they'll be so chuffed if they made a little cameo like that was no they're not in it they're oh, definitely no people they weren't aware of what they were up to <laughs> <laughs> like the mic guy just being like you won't believe what I'm hearing in yeah this. yeah very much <laughs> and so the, it's already had its London premiere hasn't it the East End no it's coming up oh it's coming up oh no yeah because we're not even in July are we I just can't even get where, where we're going so first of July first of July nine o'clock Saturday night I think which is a and it's finishing the festival so it's a good Ooh, film to finish with I think because it's a big so. 28 tracks of big loud music and so can people get down to the festival and see it there is that is it yeah. open open it's ticket brilliant hackney picture house okay so uh first saturday the first of july we're not there already <laughs> <laughs> um at the east end film festival to see access all areas i like the name there because obviously yeah. you know there's lots of boundaries at a, a festival always want to get in the vip always get checked out yeah never mind uh, but thank you so much for coming in and, and chatting i'm f- super excited to see this, yeah, this movie. good be young again for the week out <laughs> it tends to make people want to go that's yeah. what we've discovered yeah. we've shown it to audiences who go right i just want to go to a festival now. Do you want to go to a festival now? Yeah. Come myself in glitter and flat. You're doing quite well. You're looking quite yeah. festively yeah. today. Just get me to a festival now. <laughs> you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, weirdly, Glastonbury's happening right now as we speak. Oh. It's like the Friday night of Glastow. So, mm, I'm not going to pretend I'm not jealous that I'm not there. Okie dokie. Um, I am going to play, I promise this is my last song from Baby Driver now. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the opening song to the movie, which is, I mean just in the way that films can inspire you this one inspires you to go to a festival Baby Driver inspired me to drive really crazily fast to lots of 70s music so I'm going to pretend that I'm driving right safety now safety first Johanna. oh yeah always wear a seatbelt and never snapchat while driving kids okay there we go back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio didn't quite do the uh didn't quite do the join there very well. <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> Still learning the ropes, folks. Still learning the ropes. Uh, right, we're officially in hour two of Back Row and Chill. I'm still joined by Katie Beard. Hello. She's uh, surviving. I'm taking her radio virginity today. She's yeah. never been on. Um... How been, you feeling? It's, I'm feeling good. It's been a whirlwind. Well, your stamina's yeah. brilliant, girl. Well <laughs> Thank done. Thank you. Um, okay, we are joined by our third guests, and there are three of them, so that makes it, what, like... I don't know how I can't do that um, a huge welcome guys oh, oh there you go put your mics up that'll also help wouldn't it there we go menage menage a menage a trois um, brilliant very unappealing like, menage if I may say so <laughs> if you'd you like, to, see, you like to introduce yourselves to the to the audience uh, hi I'm Brad Brad uh, I'm Hayden hi Hayden and I'm Daniel hi Daniel um, and uh, it's <laughs> Radcliffe <laughs> <laughs> who'd like to speak first to <laughs> yeah. hi I'm, uh, I'm Brad hi I'm Brad and I'm, I'm a writer director of feature films and other such stuff I thought you were going to say hi I'm Brad and I'm an alcoholic <laughs> no well that's I, I already said that once yeah. this morning yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to stop myself from saying it yeah. 
Um, you're, I, yeah, go on, you're a writer-director, and <laughs> yes. Hayden, what do you do? Oh, I'm Hayden Hades, uh, not my real name, as you know. <laughs> Cheesy stage name that I've regretted ever since I came up with it. Um, but I am a, um, yeah, a, a writer and, and stand-up in general. Heads of all trades. Heads of all trades. Heads of all trades. Which is as basically as knobbish as my name. Um, I'm, Daniel, I'm Daniel White, that is my real name. Okay, lovely. And yeah, it's a bit. So many Daniels in the world. And White is just a. Yeah, I know, I should speak into the microphone, sorry. Yes. Don't look at us, don't look at us, we're not here. Uh, and I run a PR company for indie film and some theatre stuff. Ooh, ooh. Mm. The, the guy manages everything yeah. to go everywhere brilliant brilliant job it's like dark arts I'm like PR for Voldemort PR for <laughs> whoa yeah. whoa um, and what well there's a couple of projects that you want to talk about today so Brad let's yeah. kick off with the one that's about to be released oh okay yeah we'll let's yes. well it's funny because I was on the show a few months ago mm-hmm. was it a year ago or something talking about the premiere of my movie Hallow's Eve that we were premiering at Fright Fest at the time and um, and it's doing really well we're now we are it's a horror film that's being released on uh, Netflix in October, oh, and wow. and next month it's it's being released uh, Sky Store, Google Play, iTunes, and Amazon. Oh my gosh! Well. It's really been picked up by all the major so players. Yeah, and, and we have a and that's that's a UK distribution. We have a USA distribution uh, that I can't talk about yet, but that's on the table. That, okay. it, that and that hopefully we'll have news on that soon. But Ooh. for UK audiences. Yeah, yeah. Next month on Sky and Amazon, and then uh, 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 Netflix in October. One little film whore. It's getting around, isn't it? Oh. Sleeping with all the big <laughs> <laughs> film houses. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've got a horrible image in my head. Now. <laughs> and so, Hallow's Eve is a little synopsis. Um, because obviously it's a horror. It, it, it's a horror. horror. It's a horror. The the, the, the sort of like the, the one page. Uh, or one line pitch of it is it's a modern day estate game find themselves in a late 70s early 80s style slasher um, yes. but it's it's got all the homages to uh, John Carpenter obviously it's called Hallow's Eve it's really not pretending not to be uh, a homage to John Carpenter but um, hopefully through that lens it reveals itself to be about something else and completely different and okay. hopefully gets people talking Hallow's Eve and I love the poster yes I thank you seen Yes, yeah, the poster. All well, that poster was designed by a guy called Graham Humphreys, who actually designed the original UK poster for Nightmare on Elm Street and oh, okay. uh, the Evil Dead. That's why it's so uh, good. Yes, he's he's fantastic. He for some reason uh, decided to uh, help us out and give us a poster. I think I we, we had a few beers and and he said yeah. yes. Yeah. And so, how did you come about making Hallow's Eve? Well, Hallow's Eve came about because uh, as a filmmaker, I. Have several projects on the go. You always got a few balls in the air. Fingers and, um, in many pies. Yeah, fingers <laughs> in many pies. And you, uh, and whilst you're, you know, trying to get certain things going, there's always the part of you that's like, okay, if all of this falls flat, I need something else, something that that I can pretty much get going myself. So I, I wrote Hallow's Eve, and and then I sort of pitched it around a bit and uh, uh, spoke to my sales agent that did my last movie, which is called Seventh Dimension in the UK, Beacon Seventy Seven in most other countries. Um, except France, called Code Seventy Seven. Why? But, uh, why are the different names? I always find that weird when they. You have to talk to the distributors about that really? because I asked that question. I didn't want it to be called the Seventh Dimension in this country. Trust me, because that sounds like a, it should be on the Sci-Fi Channel at three PM, starring Dean Kane. Yeah, it's really um, the Seventh no, no Dimension. No offense to Dean Kane, because you're awesome, but. <laughs> Um, it, it anyway, is, yeah. The, but uh, yeah, so is it, but in France they called it. I mean, I don't mind in countries that have different languages because you, you know, you have to they, translate it. Yeah, a bit. but France can call it. France had the best title for a movie ever, and that was the French title for Jaws, 
which is the Dan de la Mer, the teeth of the sea. That's just teeth amazing. Um, so they can call it anything they like. But um, so yeah, so so my sales agents, I, I pitched them this idea that I showed them the script, and they said yeah. And I said, look, my I think we, with the right people in the right location, I can I can get a good portion of this movie shot off my own back. Um, I'd like to do that because I want to get because all the other projects were stalling at the time, and yeah. I was like. Just, and they said, "Well, yeah, fine. If you want to do that, and we'll support you, and we'll we'll you can then go to market and try and raise the money with us backing you up as sales agents, so that people know it's going to go to go to the market and hopefully get sold and distributed." And uh, so that's what I did, and we shot with the help of uh, my fantastic DP uh, Robert Hallwell, who has his own company and brought on amazing cameras and lenses and everything. And uh, we shot a third of the movie, basically, and then went out, and a year later we had the money to shoot the rest of it. And then, bam, and then and then we had it finished, yeah, for Fright Fest last year. And mm-hmm. now we're, now it's going out into the world oh. for, and people for people to, people to see. see. You guys, well, you're properly representing what it is like to make independent British movies. Yeah. It yeah. is a grind um, yeah. and yeah so massive respect to you thank for you that. very much yes. and oh, you mentioned Jaws which weirdly I saw this thing pop up last night and you know the sort of um, outdoor cinema or secret mm. cinema it's all like the rage now to go and see a yep. film in a location or whatever they've done an j- outdoor Jaws in a huge swimming pool and you are sitting in floaties watching it yeah, I was like that. I don't mm. think I oh, could do it because oh, you'd be I'm there and someone would touch your foot and you'd be I'm like Jesus I'm <laughs> definitely doing that that's, that's so up my alley oh my gosh. I don't think I could <laughs> I like I like a bit of a like maybe retro retro horror or thriller, but when it gets to like slasher slasher gore porn, I just got, what I got. was it that we saw? We saw um, the Conjuring oh together, my goodness. and we like literally <laughs> went, ah! me and Katie. We got pranked by the Wall of Comedy, which is this big Facebook page, and they told us we were going to be going and seeing exclusive screening of Suicide Squad, and we thought, cool, great, yeah, Harley Quinn, amazing. Yeah, Johanna came dressed as Harley Quinn, <laughs> and I come in there, we get in there, and then I and I see that there's a camera set up in the thing and I was like oh, I've got a bad feeling about this <laughs> and then the movie came on it was not it, Suicide Squad and no. we can't deal with horror and they were filmed us and it was hilarious they put the video out and there's basically we were making noises like glutteral yeah. noises that I didn't think you could make <laughs> yeah, and like inventing like kind of kung fu moves that we didn't know you could also yeah. do I think like the strain that movie had on my heart like it's definitely shortened my lifespan probably like, definitely by <laughs> a few hours uh, yeah I was so pissed off and so stressed and and because stuff really, I've got an overactive imagination anyway so when stuff something gets into my psyche that I don't want to put in there it just stays I've got to yeah. be careful about what yeah. I put I've yeah. just learned that yeah, from. No, I, I, and you were I, living I, in I a creepy that. building at the yeah. time I know <laughs> I was living in like an abandoned warehouse or something I was like this is not this although, is. although to be fair some people came out of Suicide Squad more pissed off so you know jargon yeah true True. That. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I Notice I didn't say I did. I said some people. That's all right. This is an honest film review show. Absolutely. We can say we can say what we want. Um, okay. Well, moving on to I think one of the the very major exciting reason why you guys are all stuffed in this little studio with me right now is that you've got a new project that we are going to be launching on the show today. We have a new project. We have a new project. Ooh. I'm very much involved as well. Um, so yeah, do you want to? Who wants yeah, to take to the mic? Go on, go on, Hayden. Hayden you take you, it's your baby. Yeah. <coughs> um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Unaccustomed to, as I am to public speaking. Um, yeah, it's a show that uh, had a strange genesis in that. I think I said last time I was on that I sit and I write a lot of things and then I go, well, I've only got a budget of eight pounds. Much, much, like, a Bra- <laughs> much like a Brad Watson joint. It's like... <laughs> 
you know, I want to make this. I want to make this amazing thing, but I, I haven't got enough money to do it. I was. I have to get super creative, and so I spend a lot of time just you know writing things that that just take place in a in a bathtub or uh, you know in a completely darkened room. Um, I'd got really bored with it. I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to write something for me that's so unbelievably ridiculous and, and difficult to film. It yeah. could never be done. Think big. Um, just for fun. So I did. Um, and then, well, I forget is I have no sense of time. So by the time I finished doing it, um, about a decade had elapsed and uh, the kind of technology had kicked in. I sent it to Brad, or we eventually got round to you, and Brad was like, you know what? Out of kind of the stuff that you've done and, and various things this is the thing that seems most fun this is the thing that I'd quite like to do um, so Brad got on board and so we shook hands and, and then there was a montage <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then we met you know we had various castings and stuff and the, a young J. Hannah James strolled in uh, about a foot taller than the character was in my head uh, <laughs> completely different ethnicity yep and I was like oh, interesting and Brad was like no this is this is this is like Eris. This is the this is a character. She's going to make it work, and uh, he showed me the film because I was busy in the green room, kind of saying hello to all the applicants and stuff. And he was like, "Take a look at this," and we're like, "Yeah, pretty sweet." Do you guys still have my audition tapes? Uh, yes. Oh my god! How embarrassing is that? We're going to release. That'd be a great incentive. We, we yes. should release that. Yes. Yeah. If we get to a certain yeah. amount on the crowdfunder, we that's, say we'll release the. Uh, that's that's good. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So, so just yeah. So just, yeah, just to wrap up. Just to yeah. catch up, what yeah. if you're where we are? Basically, we're we're this 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 thing called Eris, which uh, which is what what um, Hayden showed me, and I said, "This is a what you've written here is a pilot for a TV show." Uh, let's expand it. Let's turn it into. Let's come up with like a a a, um, a, a series arc, and let's create a pilot episode. Um, and that's what we have done, and we have written. And in the meantime, uh, once we'd cast you uh, in the main role, we decided to go ahead and do kind of a proof of concept tone poem sort of uh, sort of a thing uh, promo, I guess, which has now been dropped online and, and mm -hmm. seems to be getting an mm -hmm. awful lot of views and um, uh, and off the back of that we've decided we're going to uh, out of that pilot episode we can create a web series so we're going to kickstart a kickstart a crowdfunding uh, page to uh, to hopefully raise the money to do that, we will raise the money. Which we, we will. Brand. Sorry, we will. We will raise the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, basically, it's for anyone. This series is the reason I fell in love with it was because it made right from the first page. It was making me laugh, and the sci-fi references were incredible. Um, and it's literally. And I, I think the first thing I said to you when I came in, I said, "This is Red Dwarf meets Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy," as if directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. And I think. That's when you said, "Yeah, I think." Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eris, the TV slash web series, uh, wherever it's going to end up, is going to be made. But we need your help to get it made. So we have made lots of teasers and and bits and bobs, and so you can get little snippets of what the TV show is all about. And we have made a Facebook page, which is at Eris underscore series. Uh, it, um, yes. I don't have that uh, in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Da Daniel, Eris, Daniel's Eris come on. TV, we'll give, we'll tell you about Daniel's involvement in a sec, but he's basically a, a Mr. Tech. We so have a Facebook page which well. we will tweet yeah. out in a moment, and yeah. you can go and follow um, if you want to get a little bit, a little bit of a 
yeah. a, a feeling yes. for the for the series. Um, and the moose bush, and the moose eyes, and the moose years. And we want to get you guys involved because almost like everything, like you're saying, Brad, is um, the ideas are flowing for so many people, but the funding. If the funding isn't there, the idea just never gets to to come to fruition. Uh, so we want to get people on board at ground zero. So if you want to be part of making a TV show, really, we need the help of. Of, of the audience first this Absolutely. is exactly how Deadpool this is the way around that Deadpool uh, Deadpool the, the concept it was turned down by studio after mm. studio after studio oh wow it was not getting it wasn't getting yes. at all so what happened is they released a like a tester like a screen test of it yeah online and it got a, a big social media following and it basically turned the producers minds around so we need to sort of uh, come together and convince the big studios, all the little studios, definitely, uh, to 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 fully produce this series. Because Absolutely, because it, because it, it's not it's yes, it's about raising the money for us to to do what we we promise we can we can achieve on the money that we're cheap we're, that we want to raise. But it's also about galvanising a fan base. It's also about people getting involved, right? As you say, from ground zero, and everyone feeling a part of growing this 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 idea. And hopefully, if it if it then ends up being commissioned and taken into a series everyone will, will see that and go wow I was a part of that I, that, that, that was something that I thought that I could see that commissioners can't and because of that now it's out there mm-hmm. and, that's, and I think that that's quite an exciting new way that we're that we're we're trying to explore with with getting things off the ground now. It's kind of people powered film, isn't it? It's 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 like if you're a sci fi fan, being involved with with something like this and and actually making it happen is a really empowering thing. But if we can get it um, to the stage where it's actually being shot, we can do Facebook Live, we can do uh, social media live, so we can take the, the viewers and the fans who've made it happen literally behind the camera, and they can see what it makes and, and how you actually make a film work. Mm-hmm. It'll be part and, of the process. Yeah, and. and and absolutely. So that's crowdfunding is awesome. And we are going to launch the official crowdfunder for Erish the TV show in a couple of minutes. So we're going <laughs> to pop to uh, a song, and then we're going to get all the technology ready, and then we're going to go live, and we're also going to go Facebook live, um, and we're going to start. Uh, we're just going to kick the whole thing off. Bam, bam, bam. So I've <laughs> now gone on to some of my favourite sci-fi themed songs. So this is from Tron Legacy. This is a bit of Daft Punk. Uh, we will be back with awesome. you to launch the Eris Kickstarter. Fubar Radio presents Sticky Blood. Coco's here. Toddler's here. <laughs> Someone said, Toddler, you must have an omelette on toast. <laughs> omelette? Omelette on toast? On that tour. Oh. Did I we speak about Hicks? Have we ever talked about Have you, <laughs> have you ever had an omelette? I've had an omelette, yeah. And Why I, do people I, think you haven't had an omelette? I mean, I, I, think omelette. Nelly, I really appreciate getting in touch, but I can have an omelette without having to go on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can have one when I get home. Yeah, yeah. for real. Maybe so, I do. You must have an omelette. I love that. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you need an omelette. Each and every time, but omelette live. Every Monday, sticky blood from 6pm. Fubar Radio. Woo! It is back row and chill. We are nearly coming into the last last quarter of the show. Yes, I can't do maths today. I've been saying that. I'm like three thirds full. What? No, no, no. Right, it's a very exciting time because we are launching live on the show uh, a brand new Kickstarter for a TV series called Eris. I happen to play Eris. <laughs> We've got the director, the writer, the, what are the odds of that, the marketing media wizard who's going to help run the campaign. 
Wizard. Um, wizard. wizard. <laughs> Media wizard. I shall not pass. We're going to launch it now, and we're also going to go Facebook Live, and I've got a sci-fi quiz. Are we live? Are we live? We're live. We're Hi, everybody. Oh, you can wave to the cameras. Hair, hair. Is it, where's the camera? That one I want to get my tonsier away <laughs> from the camera and my, right. my bad face. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're just joining, we are going to be playing a sci-fi quiz that you can get involved in. So I'm going to be asking you guys some questions sci-fi movie cool. related if you know the answer shout out your buzzer you just have to make up a buzzer okie dokie and um and and comment if you know the answer as well so question number one. Oh, let me get my quiz let me get my quiz song okay here we go right oh my god this is too tense <laughs> in which city is Robocop set? Zeb Detroit. Yes, well done. Rock on, old oh guy. One point to Hayden. Did you get that right? Number two. Which actor plays the liquid metal Terminator T1000? Oh, damn. That's Robert Patrick. Yes, it is. It is. No, I'm just dis- disputing the decision that you buzzed in first. That's all. It is Robert Patrick. <laughs> Number three. Let's play that again. Um, which Die Hard 4 actor made his debut in Galaxy Quest? <laughs> Justin Long. Well done! <laughs> Katie's here like, oh, yes. I didn't mind that one. I knew <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, number four. Matt Damon's character in the film The Martian is an expert in which branch of biology? Botany. Yes, well done. Brad got one. <laughs> Whoa, okay, come on, Katie. We're going to get you one. Okay. We're going to get you one. He's yeah. usually too slow because of his poles in drunken hands. <laughs> like he just got one point. <laughs> in War of the Worlds, okay. what is Which the name one? of the alien plant that is fertilised by human blood? Weed. Miles. A kind of weed. Uh, what colour is it? A red, red weed. Yes. It's the red weed, yeah. The red it weed. It is. He, 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 did someone give you that? <laughs> no, no, did you actually get it? <laughs> Richard Burton gave it to her, told her that. <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to well, go He told me more. anyway. Liam Neeson told me. What is the nickname that uh, Zira, the psychologist chimp, gave to Charlton Heston's character? Bright eyes. Yes, well done to Brad. Are any of you Planet guys at X. home getting any of these? Comment if you understand what we're doing. Yeah. We're playing a Help sci-fi, sci-fi movie quiz. <laughs> Just for fun. Uh, number seven. What are Bullock and Clooney servicing when they are hit by space debris in the film Gravity? Each other. Probably, but after they service each other. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I assume that's what. Does anyone have a, want to get take a whack at what they? I was I was going to say uh, uh, no. It's Hubble. Is it Hubble? The Hubble yeah. Space Telescope. Yeah. Well done, Ooh. Brad. I think you're like climbing ahead here. Oh my gosh. Uh, number eight. Which '80s pop group took their name from the antagonist in Barbarella? Babs. Go on, Brad. Duran Duran. Yes. Oh, he's just like the annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the answers. Yeah, isn't it? little sci-fi geek. Hugely competitive <laughs> under that like jolly demeanour. See <laughs> <laughs> this. Like holding, raining back. Um, okay, number nine. What is the name of Drew Barrymore's character in E.T.? <laughs> Gertie. Yes, it is. Okay, number ten, the final one. I'm answering this one. The aliens in the abyss are known as the NTI. 
What does this stand for? Beep. Go on, Brad! <laughs> uh, n- not, oh my god. Non terrestrial. Ah! Um, non non terrestrial something. Non terrestrial intelligence. Yes, okay, yes. fine, just got that. Alright, yes. fine. Okie dokie. Right, well that's this the end awesome. of it. Brad won, well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad won yeah. again, like he does every time he comes on. Um okay. My well, work is done. Today we're doing something really, really special. We are about to launch the Kickstarter for our new TV series, Eris. So is it gonna go live? Are we going live yeah. right now? We're gonna do a countdown. We're gonna do a countdown. Yeah. Do a countdown? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. What from what number? <laughs> Five? Five. Twenty-seven. Oh, yeah. Million. Twenty-seven and a half. Five. <laughs> Should we do it in French? No, I'm saying. <laughs> okay, five, four, four three, two, one. one. We allow. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the to Happy New Year. Awkwardly tries to kiss the person next to them. No, we not really tell the folks what what it's about. We should. Okay, yeah. so if you are interested in what what this TV series, go and check out the Eris Facebook page. We've got Eris Twitter. We've got we an can, Eris we Instagram. We can give them all to you now. Daniel's yeah. got the uh, the addresses. The Facebook page is um, <laughs> is Eris <laughs> is Eris uh, TV, and the Twitter page is Eris underscore series. series. Mm-hmm. Same as the Instagram, isn't it? Eris yes. underscore series. Yeah. Yeah. I was being ambiguous in case it was a web series or a TV. I was carrying yeah. Series is going to be something. Series. Basically, we've series. created a... Between... Well, no, I didn't recreate really it. I'm just in it. You guys have created um, a really fun British sci-fi comedy series, which I think there is a serious lack of at the moment mm. yeah proper old school so if you are a fan of Doctor Who if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy if you are a fan of all of the Hitchhiker's Guide Hitchhiker's to the Galaxy Guide, this might be a TV series that you are interested in but we need your help to get it started because with anything in the world of the world of film we need funding yeah. so um, go over to all the socials check out the videos that we've already made off our own back and if you like it Maybe you want to donate a little bit. You want to absolutely. The, the Kickstarter link will go up on the Facebook, and and also there'll be more versions of the videos with the Kickstarter link yeah. on them now. And even if you don't have any spare cash at the moment to give to the project, um, even just being part of the movement and just liking and sharing and doing the whole social media thing, yeah, every absolutely. little helps. Every little like and click and share always oh, helps. Absolutely, because it's not as I said, it's not just about the actual physical money to raise. It's also about galvanizing a fan base. So that uh, we can we can go forwards and to bigger, better things with it, and show people that there's a fan base that are hungry for this kind of fun but mm. intelligent mm, yeah. adventures. And there are a couple of pri- like prizes if you if you do want to get involved and you want to join the Kickstarter. Um, where's the Kickstarter link? Where would that be? The, the, I'm trying to find it. Should we tweet it out? Well, yeah, we'll because we, it out. yeah, because we'll we've because we've just launched it. Obviously, the link does, has hasn't existed until literally right thirty now. seconds ago. Okay, we will, we will be tweeting the link uh, if you want to go check out the whole Kickstarter page and you can get to know what we're talking about, what's going on, and if you want to get involved. Uh, but what are a couple of the things that people can get in return for helping us on this? Well, pictures of you yeah. are mainly, really, isn't it? <laughs> 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 and, and of me, for anybody that's really into niche stuff. There's, there's <laughs> one picture of me that's on the go, but just, yeah. just one. Just, um, we tend Brad to do that like to people Vlad who don't Putin. give us money, though, don't we? Just shirtless Brad on well, the it, it, <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I think if people do want to get involved and you want to help uh, help the series, you have the chance to be in the series as well. So if you Absolutely. are a young, budding actor, uh, or any, or even behind the set, I guess, and uh, you want to come down and be part of the making of the series, then you can have access to that if you 
join the Absolutely. Kickstarter. Absolutely. So basically, yeah, from, you know, it all depends on the, you know, you'll see all the donation prizes and perks that you can get, but it ranges from signed pictures it ranges from obviously getting the getting the series early getting the soundtrack album early getting all sorts of stuff early uh, all the way up to set visits being being in it playing one of the lost legion characters which are these these uh, entities that are humanoid uh, beings created out of dust that are actually mm-hmm. based on real living people that have been mm-hmm. exterminated and uh, and they get recreated out of dust um, wow. and uh, yeah and all the all the way up you know to to massive prizes like that and obviously there's behind the scenes info some exclusive behind the scenes stuff that you can get you know there's all all manner of stuff go to the Kickstarter page once once the link is up on the Facebook page go there Check you'll it find out. it and you'll see all the perks and just to close Dan because you have come onto the project um, as sort of later on in, 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 the, in the game um, as almost like a, an immediate fan of the project. So I wanted to ask, yeah. what, what made you go, yes, I want to get involved? Um, it's funny. I, I, I really hate science fiction that is, is billed as a sci-fi comedy and it's just not funny. Mm. It's like kind of like uh, the last of the summer wine in space. You just sit there watching an entire episode and want to gnaw your own head off. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. just not <laughs> funny. Um, and this is funny. Um, I'm, not, I'm not blowing smoke up your backside but you are brilliant as Eris um, Brad's okay as a director I suppose Hayden's awesome as a writer Brad's, Brad's really good what hooked me as a keyboard player as well is Brad's really good on the, on the synth and, and, pr- and provides the music and That's I have very not good. I've, I've had the Eris theme in my head for like weeks now <laughs> and it won't go away I mean sometimes do you do you feel like you can almost hear it yeah yeah, yeah, almost like in it's the weird. background, just yeah, floating weird. in. Yeah. Just, sometimes <laughs> you can hear this theme, and you're like, well, it's almost like it was planned, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you stepped into a soundscape, yeah. and your whole perception just changes, and you sublime into absolutely, the yeah, absolutely. And all our voices are softened, so we're doing yes. overdubs yeah. now. Yes, absolutely. It's but it changes. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna get beaty very yeah. soon. Deep uh-huh. in the dark reaches my, of my, space. My entire idea was, but I when I hooked onto Hayden's idea and I think that our sensibilities clicked but mine I said yep yeah, let's go full on 80s with this let's go go back to those old days of uh, of, uh, of big big theme tunes big big yeah. action big fun stuff and that's what practical effects yes. practical effects yeah. yes definitely I'm we are fed up of yeah. cheap shitty CGI can't stand it ruining all my movies yeah, so, absolutely um, and there's I, nothing worse like like uh, practical effects that don't quite aren't 100% real are still great CGI that isn't 100% real is just awful. is mind-blowingly awful yeah it's yeah. it's horrible so so practical all the way and we've we've, we've got um, a great guy called John Schoonrad who who, who I mean, he he did the effects for uh, the beat. He designed the beast in the X Men movies, and he, uh, he, he did, did, did every, literally yeah, everything you've ever Dark seen. Crystal. He cool. does all of Matthew Vaughan <laughs> stuff, yeah. uh, and he's 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 absolutely fantastic. And he's going to design our two alien because uh, because it's a trio. The main characters are a trio. These two aliens that have resurrected Eris because Eris is the last human alive, and uh, and they have a they have fun adventures together. But oh, and see, it's kicking in, guys. Yeah, the old piano. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I won't say I wasn't influenced by Rocky IV. Uh, oh yeah, I can see, I can hear it now. <laughs> so guys, if you've just joined us, we have just launched the Eris Kickstarter campaign for a brand new TV series that I'm in, Brad's directing, Hayden's written. Um, so go and check it out and see if you want to get involved and help us make, because it's like, our, it's all our dream baby project to, to ever make this. Um, we're going to sign out now. Okay. Well, uh, thank so you very much. Thank you so much thank for coming. So I'm going to leave everyone to listen to a little bit more of the Eris theme tune so they Marvelous. can really get involved. Um, thank you so much. Mwah! Goodbye. Bye-bye. Boom. That was Daft Punk and Queen 
mashed up together. What a lovely mixture. I know. Yeah, I just so thought cool. I'm, I'm, I love like doing my little research and then to little find little mashups. Little find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little, I'm starting to get. I basically am running out a lot, lot of soundtracks. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm looking into mashups of people who have been on soundtracks. <laughs> where it's going until the next movie's out. Right. It's just gone five thirty. So the close of the show, we get Lucy Patterson in to do our film review Hello. time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. What's the ladies? What's the ladies? I know. Love a ladies show. Lovely. Lots of lady gardens. Here. <laughs> um, okie dokie. Let's get right in. This is the part of the show where we talk about what is hot and what is not mm-hmm. what people should be watching or avoiding in our opinion it is yeah. only our opinion so chill out if but uh, it is the best opinion so, so Lucy's pretty good <laughs> Lucy has her own film blog which she do you do it every week um, I do it when because I'm on here every week forcing my opinions down people's throats I tend to only really write when something really gets me yeah um, and at the moment I've got a Wonder Woman post in, in the works which you still haven't seen Johanna I heard okay, that earlier okay. <laughs> um, and um the big sick which I saw on Monday which okay, we'll talk about okay. in a second so if people want to go and uh, read up more because you, you write really really well where would Thank they go you. to find your if you just go on Twitter it's popcorn and PM blog popcorn PM yes. not PMS <laughs> not PMS I read that although wrong. sometimes it is <laughs> I read that wrong for so many weeks so I was like popcorn and PMS did you actually really think that was my yeah podcast? I was like well she's honest you know, <laughs> this is great that's the whole point um, yeah. yeah so what have you been seeing this week that you've like enjoyed on well I was day? lucky enough on Monday to go to a press screening of a, a little film called The Big Sick now, when I read that title, I thought, that just sounds oh, absolutely awful. horrendous. Like, I don't know about <laughs> this. It sounds like a big vomit. It does, yeah. doesn't it? But then when I read up about it and found out it's produced by Judd Apatow, who basically, the man is my hero. He, you know, mm. he's that man shaped my sense of humour. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love him. And then, uh, you know, I did a little bit, bit more research into it and found that it's actually a true story. It's a rom-com mm. uh, written by, I can't pronounce his name, <laughs> Kamel Nanjiani or something like that. Okay. Um, but he he basically wrote down the story of how he met his wife um and he has been quoted as saying you know that is pretty much the truth that is exactly what happened and he plays himself in the story um he is of pakistani background and he meets an american girl um and it's it's lovely to see the sort of culture clash handled in such a refreshing and funny and honest way you know um she gets really, really sick, and he he ends up, you know, getting to know his her mum and dad really, really well, and forming this lovely bond with them. And I won't tell you any more about the story because it, it, it's quite well, it's, unconventional. I just got feels. Yeah, yeah. but I was laughing my ass off and crying my eyes out. It was so embarrassing because I was really crying at the end. Everyone was leaving. The lights came on. I was like, okay, I'll get up in a minute. <laughs> you know, it was just really emotional. I just get overwhelmed. But it, it's coming out very soon. I think it's next week or something like that um, but yeah. google it seriously watch the trailer it's the amazing sick. you'll well, love it the big sick at least you're not going to forget the title it's one of the, you no know, you're not that's like, one true. that's really going to stick in your head <laughs> a big yeah and when you watch it you'll realise why they called it that although well, probably could have picked something better although not the big stick <laughs> no you know, or the big dick or not the big dick yeah not porn <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna come out, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Some sort of hospital theme. Totally. Doctors, no, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Um, But yeah, that was a big yes, yes, yes. Go and see it. It's adorable. I did check out the trailer, and I have to admit, it it has got. it has got that same vibe as uh, the series Love and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Absolutely 
absolute brutal honesty that you so relatable yeah. you're like yep I've been in that yeah. situation I know yeah. someone who's yeah and it was so lovingly written you can just tell that he, he really loved putting this down on paper and, yeah. and playing it out and the fact that he played himself was you know an added bonus and also I, what I can see as well um, with uh, a lot of Judd's work is mm. that he's going away from like Hollywood oh, vi- totally. visuals and mm. putting like real actors in because yeah. the actors who are in this film are not like Hollywood no. looks they don't you know they're very yeah. average normal human yeah, they are. beings that have mm-hmm. uh, across all his series um, you know they've got they've got a big nose or they've got tall yeah. and lanky or they you know like yeah. it, it's human actual well, human if you actually look at the cast of like Freaks and Geeks Yes, James Franco is adorable, but that man's mouth is huge. Yeah. You know, and there's Seth Rogen, and they're, they're all slightly quirky looking, aren't yeah. they? And yeah. that is, you know, that's his foundation, is, is those people. And he's just found all these brilliant comedic actors from around that, that group. And I just, he is my hero. I think he's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm super keen to see that. Um, have you been watching or seeing anything, Katie, in your... It could be um, theatre as well. Yeah, anything. anything. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. If anyone's sort of a bit bored of what's on their telly at the moment or if you don't have one uh, you're like a student um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're living off you know your BBC iPlayer or 4OD then yeah. something me and my housemates have just become addicted to is um, the British sitcom Friday Night Dinner I don't know if you've seen oh, it's it it's so funny it is it's so hilarious. weird isn't it as well hilarious. so good is yeah. that with the guy from In Between Us Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Will, Will from uh, the Between Us, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got Tams and Greg in it. Who is um, amazing. Yeah, from like Black Books, Green Wing. Mm. Um, I just love her. But it's just, it's a really, really watchable, like laugh out loud yeah. series about this family, this Jewish family who uh, their sons come over every Friday night to have <laughs> dinner together. Yeah. And every Friday night, something goes wrong and they've got this crazy neighbour um, <laughs> who um, I forget what his um, name is but he was from he was been in Spaced and uh, Greenwing as well oh, okay yeah, um, yeah yeah and no it's a it's a great it's a great comedy to watch. It's such a simple premise as well, and it's so clever that for just from that they can make what, hilarity. What um, platform is it on? What for? Four OD, isn't it? Four OD. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. There's a lot of old British comedy gems mm. on Four OD. I'm not sure whether yeah. Green Wing is. You mentioned that. I absolutely love that. I, I've got like the DVD. Box yeah, me too. <laughs> I have watched it so many times. It's so good. Do you know what uh, a series that I've started, and it was a really promising uh, first episode, Mm -hmm. it is a series called White Gold... Oh, I watched all of them. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all on BBC iPlayer, yeah, all of them. they're all on BBC iPlayer. They're so good. So I think it went up to BBC Three. I think it was an online yeah. thing. Um, weirdly, I found out about... I was in uh, talks with the same production company who made that art. Oh, yeah. Interested in making something with me and Katie. Mm. And so they said, the thing we're working on at the moment is a thing called White Gold. Um, it's got the two two guys from The Inbetweeners, and it's also got Ed Westwick from Gossip Girl. Yeah. And it's about three Essex window sale like double glazing age salesman mm-hmm. door to door salesman but set in the 1980s I was like immediately I love it and filmed in my office block where I work really yep. and all around the site where I work yeah did you get to see them no like, I wasn't allowed over there they uh, were in a separate building and I knew they were there and I was like you have to let me stop because I'm <laughs> HR I have to sort of behave myself <laughs> Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, nobody's allowed over there. 
shit, I want to go. As yeah. soon as I found out Ed Westbrook was there, I was like, somebody stopped me from going over there and back. embarrassing myself. Um, it was amazing to see Ed Westwick with an eight, with a with an eighties accent, <laughs> with an with an Essex accent, yeah. rather than having him being his American suave gossip um, girl guy. And do you know what? Being from Essex, I wince at people who can't who try and do an Essex accent, yeah. but it, it's atrocious. It's not easy to do. Um, but when you're born with it, <laughs> you notice someone who's not, really yeah. not getting it that well. And he didn't actually make me wince that much at all. There's probably one off one or two dropped vowels or something but he was really good he was good at it yeah jolly good yeah. well yeah so white gold that was I mean that was it, it was funny it kept me entertained and, and um, at my boyfriend didn't understand what it was he, go, he goes is this in between us like 10 years later I was like no no babe <laughs> it's just got the guys in it the thing is it might as well be because they are basically their characters but I love that I yeah. miss them I've missed them and it's nice to have them back again you stick know? to what you know yeah exactly stick to what you know uh, I went to see the, uh, the, 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 the premiere of Baby Drive so happy for you. I was. Oh, I didn't know what it was. I'm so jealous. And it is. I think I'm going to say. I think it was my favourite movie so far this year. Um, and I've enjoyed a lot of stuff, but I think it's it's just so different. Yeah. Um, and I was I was like loving it because of the uh, stylistically and or just technically mm. how it was yeah. made. I could see that even down to uh, it was. It's all based on the songs that this this getaway driver mm-hmm. um, is listening to and it's to the point where he can't get away drive unless he's got music like he has to start the yeah. song from the beginning there's a scene stuff. where he has to like jump start um, steal a car and jump start yeah. it and he can't get away even though people are check he can't until he's found something on the radio that he can drive to so, I can't wait to see this because of his tinnitus he can't <laughs> yeah. yeah he has to have music so stylistically ev- everything the edit every um, everyone in the background is doing something mm. to the beat of the music it's oh, just wow. so satisfying to watch because you're like this is so smooth yeah yeah. Um, and uh, there's some real like heartbreaky moments um, with uh, his like foster dad who's yeah. who's deaf and he kind of steals the a lot of the film actually. This, really? Um, yeah. This this uh, this actor um, who is actually deaf as well. It was like when they oh, wow. when they cast real because he was at the amazing. He was at the premiere, but he was signing. Yeah. Uh, the whole time um, I just can't recommend it enough and I think I'm going to go back and pay to see it again just because yeah I'm, I'm, so. I'm definitely going to go and see it I saw you went to the premiere and I thought okay yeah. I'll give Johanna that one and <laughs> I, got a, I got a wee little clip because there's a little dynamic in there obviously it's a heist movie it's like yeah. these different heist characters you all these like sort of criminals but criminals that you can kind of love at the same time so obviously yeah. he's a getaway driver he's doing very bad things but he you've realised in the story that he was he's pushed and forced into it yeah. like beyond what he wants yeah. to do um, and then a couple of the other um heisty robbery people you kind of like you're like oh they're criminals but you kind of like them as well yeah uh, jamie fox's character and um so i've got a little clip here Lovely. about the dynamic between uh, john ham um mm-hmm. and sky ferreras because they played like a kind of bonnie and clyde oh wow um, so i'm gonna play you a little bit a little so exciting little clip of that i think you're the last word in crazy Buddy and Darling, theirs is a very fiery dynamic. They shower each other with attention. They're kind of a Bonnie and Clyde situation, which is very sexy and very fun. They're motivated by chasing the danger and the excitement and the action. He's like a gun and she's a trigger. Buddy takes her hostage, shotgun to her head. We've role play that a lot. You guys perfectly do. I mean, baby driver. 
tequila. Um, and even before you go and see the movie, just go and check out on Spotify. They've got the uh, or on like anyway. They've got the they've whole got the playlist. The whole soundtrack and Brilliant. playlist is already out there. So you can just already get used to the songs because it's just it makes me want to go driving, but <laughs> at stupid speed. Really? Oh, excellent! Uh, I can't wait to see it. I do love driving, and I think that uh, I think as an alternative, you know, when you think, oh, what else would I do? I there's a part of me that wish I'd done stunt driving really yeah I really mm. enjoy it and I met a, a lady stunt driver once and cool. she, she I was kind of like oh, oh wow. I want to be you because it was funny because um, <laughs> she did all this stunt driving mm. and she was balls of steel with that but she was put on a job where she was asked to jump from um, sort of a two stories yeah, and wow. she didn't want to do it so um, I was on the set at the time as an actor yeah. and I said I'll do it um, because she, she goes I'm a stunt driver I can't jump yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I ended up jumping out the building oh my and God. she ended up we kind of swapped roles oh wow um, but I but wow. made me think like cool she seems so awesome I want to yeah. be a stunt driver oh wow <laughs> I do like driving but um the wing mirror fell off my car this week. Oh, so no. I can't yeah. drive it until I get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I would just still drive it anyway. <laughs> I didn't know that it's a, the only uh, mirror that you like legally require is your right... What, the oh, right. I would totally get arrested then because if that fell off, I would just still drive. Yeah. Or gaffer tape it. But you know, it's actually so hard to drive because I had to drive back from Ikea with my wing mirror missing. Oh, no. Someone smacked into it. And, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we've gone off on a tangent, haven't we? Right. <laughs> More of the story, guys. Don't drive without your wind mirrors. Uh, and also go and watch Baby Driver. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. Wrapped it up nicely. Uh, well done. Um, <laughs> um, 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 oh, there was something else that I was going to recommend on. It's gone out of my mind. Um, oh, there's loads of stuff coming out on Netflix, which I'm loving. Yeah. And um, I watched Stranger Than Fiction last night. which I'm, Is I'm that Will, Will Ferrell? Ferrell? And Emma Thompson. I'm so... And Queen Latifah. I've actually never never seen it I know I'm late to the party it mm. came out I'm a big Will Ferrell fan yeah and I thought it was going to be a Will Ferrell you know ha 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 hilarity elf, stupidness elf yeah and it wasn't it was actually like a really it was like more of a drama oh wow um, and it was about yeah like Will Ferrell Will, Fer- Will Ferrell <laughs> Will Ferrell Will Ferrell like <laughs> genuinely you know with his acting chops crying and stuff and um i love seeing that i love seeing you know really stupid comedic actors suddenly turn proving yeah. to us that they are so talented yeah john c riley jim carrey when i see them and even danny mcbride in alien that was nice yeah. to see when it, it was like, oh, i love that mm-hmm. i love that yeah that's so sexy so you can act um <laughs> yeah so stranger than fiction it's on netflix uh and it is about uh, a guy who's who lives a very lonely life very repetitive office life mm-hmm. um and he starts to hear his, the whole of his life is narrated by oh, this wow. by Emma Thompson and he starts to hear her voice and what it's a bit weird and in, in abstract in the way that um, Emma Thompson plays a writer who has written about him and she's going to she thinks that she's writing a book but what she's actually doing is writing his life writing his oh, life wow. so whatever she writes in the book that's what he does in life. Ah. and then it was the day that she decided to uh, kill off the character oh. and he became aware that it was like the day that Henry was going to die Shit. and he's like no so he's, he's got a race to find the writer to say no no I'm real whatever you write oh, happens um, but within so I thought oh hilarious mm. but within that it was actually more of a, a look at about um, driving your own train in your life yeah. and, and who controls your destiny yeah. you or someone else and and um, and it, because this guy's quite he's quite anal with the way you know he would he would brush his teeth exactly 78 yeah. times and he would uh, get the this exact train mm. or whatever and it's kind of like breaking out of your habits of your yeah. of the mundane of your life oh, and nice. like living life you only get one yeah. all that kind of mm. jazz in a movie so it was a good little pick me up 
on a Sunday night. No, oh, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even Sunday night last night, was it? No, Jesus. I'm not sure what's wrong with you. It's Thursday. It was Thursday. Come on now. But it felt like a Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I don't know what month I'm in. No. I don't know what day of the week it is. But what a mess. It, it is officially Friday, isn't yes. it? Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, and we are not at Glastonbury. I've worked out that much. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather not be, to be fair. Oh, really? Oh, it's too much, far too much effort. So many people in my life, I'm a festival girl, and yeah. so many people in my life have always said, you should go to Glastonbury. And I'm like, do you know me? Do you know that I would never put that much effort in to walk 20 minutes between stages? Like, there's too much to do. Is it? The Isle of Wight, I can just pitch myself up by the main stage and that's it, you know. Beer in hand, well, vodka in hand. <laughs> <laughs> and not have to worry about sodding around everywhere, so. But yeah. the people that are there, you know, I've got some friends that are there, they're saying it's, it's you know, really a good one. Yeah, and Not too muddy. This year it's been, it was like, normally it's just like a complete washout. Yeah. But um, this year it's been rather hot. But, but, you know, you don't have to go because they stream it all to TV anyway. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to kick yeah. back tonight in my yeah, PJs. And just maybe make a little tent in the living room. Yeah, uh, there we go. Just make a little that. fort. Yeah, and sorted. I can I can have my getting some beer, can yeah, get some nice food, snacks, get some cheesy chips, or and something. I get an actual toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I can use at my leisure, and a bed that you can sleep in that's not inflatable. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, uh, we are giving away two DVDs. We've got loving. And we've got fences. So Ooh. if you want to go out and check out our Twitter at Fubar Radio, all you have to do is make sure that you're following Fubar Radio and you just retweet our competition tweets every week and you'll be in with a chance of winning. Um, just to wrap up, if you did hear about our Eris Kickstarter campaign, it is starting today. So mm. also on the Twitter is links to that if you want to go check out. Very exciting. Check out the website yeah. and yeah. all the little things and, if and you're, bits and bobs. you know, a Johanna James fan, you by supporting this, you'll get to see her do loads of wicked, exactly. cool things. Loads of yes. stuff. Um, and the opening scene of the pilot, I am completely in the nude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definite yeah. selling point there. So, you know, go and see that. Um, thank you so much, ladies, for today. Thank I hope you. you have an amazing weekend. You too. Um, I'm going to end the show on a bit of uh, a bit of Ghostbusters. Excellent. Having a bit of sci-fi. Nice. Sci-fi. But I'm liking is, the theme. But this is the new. This is the new Ghostbusters movie with all the ladies. Oh, um, yeah. so it's got a bit of. Is it Fallout Boy? This Fallout one. Boy yeah. And Elliot. Exactly. You know my vibe. <laughs> nice. uh, I hope you all have a brilliant weekend. We'll see you next week for more entertainment news, competitions, and guests. Uh, this has been Background Chill. We out. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.